Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. As we get more info, the U.S. Senate votes to scrap D.C.'s new criminal sentencing guidelines. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. Maryland leaders make a final push to relocate the FBI headquarters in Prince George's. I'm John Doman. Wall Street makes it the closing bell Wednesday midweek. The Dow was down 58. The Nasdaq picked up 46. Good morning. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. California continues to struggle with the effects of that weather that it is not very used to. Way too much recent snow and rain. KGPE TV's Esteban Reynoso reports from Shaver Lake. Elizabeth Yelton with Caltrans says snow removal crews made it possible to open the travelway. The lanes are now wide enough. You know, the roads are to a point of safety where we don't have a purpose to keep them closed. But with more rain and snow on the way, we asked Yelton what it would take for the highway to have a hard closure again. It's not going to get people where they need to go in a safe manner. Then that is the decision that will be made to close down the roadway until we can get that road prepared and ready to go. The extent of his injury is not known, but Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell is hospitalized tonight here in the Washington area following a fall at a local hotel. A spokesman for the 81-year-old veteran Kentucky senator says McConnell was attending a private dinner at that Washington hotel when he tripped, was then admitted for treatment. In 2019, the GOP Senate leader tripped and fell at his home, that in Kentucky, and he suffered a shoulder fracture. A D.C. health insurance database hack now apparently has some very sensitive private information kind of out there, irretrievably so. Congressional correspondent Scott McFarland reports. The U.S. Capitol Police notified U.S. House leadership there was a significant data breach on the D.C. Health Link, the D.C. government health system through which U.S. House members, their staffers, and their families get their health insurance. The FBI is investigating and says it was actually able to buy some of the personally identifiable information on the dark web. After high-profile incidents of people, usually black people, dying in confrontations with police, the Justice Department is now taking a deeper look. Correspondent Jeff Pegues. Currently, there are 11 open DOJ investigations of police departments or units nationwide, among them Minneapolis, added in the wake of George Floyd's death. Today, the Justice Department added Memphis following Tyree Nichols' death two months ago. The Justice Department already accuses police in Louisville, Kentucky, of violating the constitutional rights of its black community. On the Health Watch, word from the Food and Drug Administration. The FDA is warning about a shortage of a popular asthma medication, albuterol. A major factory recently closed, leaving only one manufacturer of liquid form of the drug, most often used in nebulizers for young children. Traditional inhalers aren't impacted. Correspondent Margaret Brennan, something of a minor disaster for a famed major Hollywood designer just before the Oscars after a pipe burst Christian Siriano posted video of a wet studio. This is CBS News. The Dell Technologies semi-annual sale starts now with limited quantity deals on select performance PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Save on select Vostro laptops with built-in security features and select Latitude laptops with enhanced privacy, collaboration, and connectivity. Save on select essential accessories plus free shipping and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. WTOP at 303. Thursday morning, March 9th, 2023. It'll be sunny today with much lighter winds. The high should be in the low to mid-50s. We're back up to 40 in our nation's capital right now. 
good Thursday morning to you. We thank you for taking us along for the early 3 a.m. hour ride. I'm Dean Lane. Chopping the stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. Breaking in the last few hours, word this morning that Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell is hospitalized in a D.C. hotel after falling in a D.C. hotel. Hospitalized now in a D.C. hotel this morning. That's all we know as we get more information on how serious his condition is. We'll bring it to you here on WTOP. A teenager learning his fate this morning after pleading guilty in the shooting of Commander's running back Brian Robinson. The Washington Post reports that the 15-year-old boy is being ordered now apparently to remain in the custody of D.C.'s Department of Youth Rehabilitation Services until he is at least... 21 years of age. Robinson was shot in the leg during an attempted robbery in the H Street Corridor in Northeast Washington back in August this past summer. The teen pleaded guilty at the time to that attempted robbery earlier this year and pleaded guilty to voluntary manslaughter in the shooting death of a 15-year-old identified as Andre Robertson. That was back in October. WTOP at 3.05. U.S. Senate has voted overwhelmingly now. 81 to 14 was the final vote last night to block a D.C. law, first time in 30 years. The new criminal code bill would have lightened penalties for several violent crimes in the district. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller on our Thursday morning. Texas Senator Ted Cruz was one of many Republicans who sharply criticized the D.C. Council for lowering mandatory penalties for crimes including carjacking. Who in their right mind looks to those rising crime rates and says... The answer is to lower the penalties. Maryland Senator Chris Van Hollen was among the few Democrats who defended D.C.'s right to develop its own criminal code. This resolution is an attack on the democratic rights of the people of District of Columbia. Van Hollen and Maryland Senator Ben Cardin voted against the disapproval resolution. Virginia Senators Mark Warner and Tim Kaine voted for it. President Biden has said he won't veto the measure. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Now we turn to Newport News, Virginia, this early Thursday morning on WTOP, where we're learning that that six-year-old student, you remember, who shot his teacher during class earlier this year, will not apparently face criminal charges in the case. City prosecutor telling NBC News this week that the possibility a six-year-old could stand trial he thinks is problematic and that he doesn't believe there's legal basis to charge the child. But instead, his office, he says, is looking into whether or not any adults related to this case should be charged. The shooting at Richneck Elementary back in January sent a first-grade teacher to the hospital. A lawsuit is now expected to be filed on behalf of the teacher, 25-year-old Abigail Zwerner. For more than a decade now, the federal government has been working to find a new home for the FBI's headquarters. It's down to Springfield, Greenbelt, and Landover this morning. Leaders in Maryland got one last chance this week to convince the GSA and FBI why that it should go to one of those last two sites. Maryland leaders emphasized two points to leaders from the FBI and GSA. The cost of the Springfield site is far higher, way higher. And Senator Chris Van Hollen says the other point was the president's emphasis on equity through an executive order issued on day one. And in case they didn't get the message the first time he did it, in the earliest days of his administration, he just recently init- issued another one. But cost and equity are smaller factors in the current scoring process announced last year and even combined weigh less than proximity to Quantico. That is not locked in stone. Maryland Governor Wes Moore says he was told those agencies will go back to reassess that decision. Outside GSA headquarters, John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP at 307. Supporters and opponents alike of Maryland's legalization of recreational pots, marijuana, are working on a problem 
If someone's driving while high, how do you prove that? Maryland State Senator Jeff Waldstriker put it this way. There is no breathalyzer test for marijuana use. But he submitted a bill that would allow a company that's come up with a device to test cognitive impairment to get police departments to pilot the use of the test in the field. At an Annapolis hearing, Senator Christopher West asked a company rep, Why do you want to do it on the roads as opposed to in a controlled setting like that? Kristen Weber with Cogniview, the medical device company, said, It can work in a lab, but is it practical for the law enforcement officers to use in the field and what do we need to do? Now, under the bill, driver participation in the roadside tests would be voluntary and the results would not be used as evidence. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Starting this summer, July 1st, it'll be legal to light up a blunt, but it will still be against the law to drive while impaired. Do keep that in mind. Good morning. Welcome in. 308, Thursday morning, March 9th on WTOP. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Rich Hunter's with us this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, authorities were checking for yet another crash in Maryland. This one reported to be on I-95 southbound in the area of 212. Uh, the interchange for Beltsville-Calverton, but so far no incident uh, found, although it may end up being on the ramp from southbound 95 to go west on 212, so just be aware. Uh, Baltimore-Washington Parkway southbound. Uh, the exit to the outer loop of the Beltway, that appears to be blocked at the moment as a result of the vehicle fire. may have been a crash and a vehicle fire, but for the moment it looks like traffic is stopped on that ramp, so you cannot exit to the outer. The ramp to the inner loop, though, remains open. Uh, as you're continuing on the parkway, nothing else anyway inside the Beltway headed down toward the district. If you're traveling on 270 south from Frederick down to the Beltway, you're in good shape as well. In Virginia, still working, 66 eastbound, issued east of 29 to a point beyond Route 28 in Centerville. Single file right gets you by the work zone. And then as you approach and pass over the Bellway, the work zone there also has you down to a single left lane. Uh, for now, getting by without delay through both of those work zones. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Looking pretty good out there on our Thursday morning. It's a chilly one, but this afternoon is looking fantastic. Plenty of sunshine once again. High temperatures in the low to mid-50s. On Friday, though, we've got a winter storm moving our way. Now, most of us will just see rain from the D.C. metro area down to the south and east. But north and west, this will be a little bit of snow and not expecting a lot. And I think the road should be fine. But once again, this is a storm system we're watching closely. Temperatures upper 30s to low 40s during the day. Saturday, just cold. Wind chills in the 30s most of the day. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Chilly this morning, 3 a.m. hour, early morning Thursday on WTOP March 9th. We're at 33 degrees in Gaithersburg, 36. Lanham, 40 in Arlington. We are back up to 41 and holding in our nation's capital. Good morning. Glad you're with us this early morning where the time now on WTOP is 310. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour, 24-7 on WTOP. Let's get an update this early morning now from Bloomberg. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The first test flight of a mostly 3D-printed rocket will have to wait. Startup Relativity Space postponed the launch of its Turan-1 due to issues with the rocket's propellant. They'll try again on Saturday. If the test succeeds, the Turan-1 would be the first commercial rocket ever to reach orbit on its first flight. Uber may sell or spin off its Uber freight logistics business so it can focus on ride-hailing and food delivery. Sources say Uber is discussing its options with potential advisors. An initial public offering of Uber freight is seen as the most likely outcome.
The crypto industry meltdown has claimed another victim. Silvergate Capital says it will wind down operations and liquidate its bank. Silvergate collapsed amid scrutiny from regulators and a criminal probe by the Justice Department into its dealings with fallen crypto giants FTX and Alameda Research. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. I'll be right up on WTOP. The woman who used to lead D.C.'s 911 system files a whistleblower lawsuit against the city. I'm Megan Cloherty. In Washington, breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. This is WTOP News. So an important story here at WTOP Thursday morning for anyone who spends time in D.C. If you ever need a first responder, the former director of D.C.'s 911 dispatch center was kicked out from that position after only a year. Now, she says the mayor and her administration repeatedly concealed errors to downplay serious life-threatening and often fatal mistakes. That is according to a whistleblower lawsuit that was filed earlier this month. In her suit, former interim director of the Office of Unified Communications, Cleo Sabido, says when she took the helm in January 2021, she was astonished at the problems plaguing the 911 dispatch center. Sabido claims dispatchers sent responders to the wrong address 10 times in just one day and that the office intentionally avoided public information requests was understaffed, undertrained, and working with outdated equipment. When she reported concerns the city could be violating the law with how it was reporting 911 call taker data, she was fired. The mayor's response? I look forward to that case. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. It was breathtaking testimony in the very first day locally of the Fairfax County murder trial of one Veronica Youngblood. She is charged with shooting and killing her two daughters in their McLean apartment locally back in 2018. Here in circuit court, jurors heard the 911 call from Veronica Youngblood's 15-year-old daughter, Sharon, after she'd been shot twice. Struggling to breathe and begging for help, she told the 911 dispatcher that her mother had shot her. The call taker reassured the girl that help was on the way and encouraged her to keep breathing. Jurors heard the sound of the front door being broken down. She was rushed to the hospital where she died. Her lawyers said young blood has endured a long history of abuse and trauma. They asked she be found not guilty by reason of insanity. In Fairfax, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. A doctor licensed to practice locally in D.C. and Virginia has been sentenced to 15 months for illegally prescribing drugs. 39-year-old Dr. Robert Sal pleading guilty earlier this year in the case. His name was found in the prescription bottles of a man who overdosed last spring in May. Turns out that Sal did not have a doctor-patient relationship with that man. Text messages detailed in court filings show that Sal prescribed narcotic pain medication to the man in exchange for money. Authorities say that after the learning of the man's death... Sal backdated medical records then to make it look as though he was, in fact, the man's doctor and the scripts were legitimate at the time. On the top stories we're following on WTOP this morning, words this early morning that Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell has been hospitalized after a hotel fall. He is here in D.C. this morning. We'll bring you more as it becomes available. In a rare act of unity, the Senate has voted this week to block D.C.'s revised criminal code from taking effect. The six-year-old boy who shot his first grade teacher in Newport News, Virginia, earlier this year will not face criminal charges in the case. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. 
Uh, guys, I think it's Truman. Truman is the right answer. Samurai. Samurai it is. Uh, audacious final answer. No, sorry. 162. Yes, that's it. Next time on It's Academic. Hosted by WTOP's Hillary Howard. Students from Georgetown Day, George C. Marshall, and Lake Braddock Secondary School. Match your wit. I know you know it. With these students. It's Academic. Pretty amazing. Saturday on WETAPBS. WTOP, that's Dean Lane. A fix to end a theft problem. This is Jeff Gilbert with the Cork Chronicles. Hyundai and Kia have come up with a software update to take care of an issue that made some of their older vehicles without push-button start too easy to steal. If the vehicle is uh, attempted to be started without the key, it will disable the ignition system for a period of time. Kia's James Bell says they've talked with law enforcement and believe this will fix the problem. You know, we've been working on this diligently for the last year and we're excited to have this and we expect that, um, you know, any consumers that have any concern, this will alleviate, alleviate that. Kia and Hyundai have also provided steering wheel locks and stickers that let people know the vehicle has been updated to prevent theft. With the Cork Chronicles, I'm Jeff Gilbert, CBS News. WTOP at 317, an update on traffic and weather your early Thursday morning in one minute. Remodeling for how you live today. Here's Craig Dorosco, founder of Sun Design Remodeling, sharing how remodeling can bring family and friends together. You know, I think it's evolved over time. The The kitchen used to be a place where you'd prepare food, you know. I mean, I went into one the other day. The washing machine was right next to the stove, which was right next to the refrigerator on a wall. And it had a couple cabinets, and it was a typical kitchen from the 50s, and it hadn't been remodeled yet. And it's changed so much where people are actually entertaining in their kitchen. They spend so much time in their kitchen. I mean, it's where people do their homework. They'll prepare food. They'll eat. They'll entertain. They'll play games. They'll work on their laptop working from home. That's really where the kitchen becomes the hub. Is your, your, It's the first room you go to when you come in. It's the first room you come down to after you wake up in the morning. Join Sun Design at their remodeled home tour in historic Clifton on March 11th, featuring a kitchen, primary bathroom, and lower-level renovation. Visit sundesigninc.com. That's sundesigninc.com. And there's your morning, March 9th. Welcome to WTLP. Time now is 318. Driving good weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us this early hour in the WTLP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. Right now, southbound on the Baltimore Washington Parkway on the ramp to the outer loop of the Bowie. They did have that, that traffic stopped there temporarily, so you could not make the exit as a result of cleanup of the crash and vehicle fire. Uh, still have not gotten the word that you're moving again. Just be careful approaching. They were checking for an incident southbound 95 in the area of Maryland 212. Uh, that is exit uh, 29. Sounds like if it's there, it's on the ramp to go west on 212 and out of the roadway. So not a worry there. 270 south from Frederick down to both loops of the Bellway here in good shape. Work continues on the outer loop of the Bellway. Should south of the Dulles, uh, south of the Legion Bridge all the way down to the Dulles Toll Road. You get by the work zone single file to the right. Uh, 66 eastbound issue ahead east of 29 Centerville to a point just beyond Route 28 Centerville. Single file right gets you by the work zone. As of late, they have not stopped traffic, so you've been moving pretty well. Then as you approach and pass over the Beltway, single file left gets you by the work there. Uh, but again, delays have been brief. And once you clear that, nothing else in your way inside the Beltway headed toward Roslyn and the Roosevelt Bridge. Now, they'd been working on 66 westbound. As you head into the Roslyn Tunnel, and there you were getting by the work zone. Single file to the right, 
Uh, never heard any complaints of any delays. Uh, but again, just be aware if they're still out there working, you were getting by single files, right? But again, no reports of any slowdowns. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. A oh, really nice day out there on our Thursday after a chilly start. We'll see temperatures back into the mid-50s with plenty of sunshine. Friday, a winter storm moves our way. Now, this is mostly a rain event for the D.C. metro area and points to the south and east. But to the north and west, you could see some snow, especially during the morning hours. So this is something to watch out for. I'm still expecting the roads to be okay. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 40 degrees in Reston, 40 Bethesda, 42 this 3 a.m. hour in Woodbridge. Thursday morning, March 9th. We're back down to 34 now in our nation's capital. This check this morning in this early 3 a.m. hour brought to you on WTOP by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Len the Plumber. Lots to get to this morning on WTOP coming right up in the minutes ahead. Highway crews are still on the scene of Saturday's fiery tanker truck crash in Frederick, Maryland. I'm Dick Iuliano. It's a first-of-its-kind lounge in Maryland where everybody knows your name and probably your strain. I'm Mike Marilla. Super Saturday. Save 30% off on all furniture at Ashley. Super Saturday. One day of the year. This Saturday, get our best offers. Save 30% off on all furniture or 72 months no interest financing. Super Saturday is 30% off every Ashley living room, every Ashley dining room, and every Ashley bedroom or 72 months no interest financing. Super Saturday is the best time to buy new furniture. Ashley sofas just $449. Ashley queen beds only $249. Super Saturday, 10 to 9. This Saturday at Ashley in Maryland and Virginia. When there's not enough coffee in all of Washington to get you going. You've got John and Michelle. Woo! Mornings on WTOP News. WTOP Thursday morning, March 9th at 321. Welcome. This is WTOP News. You know, pets come in all shapes and sizes, but locally in Loudoun County, some exotic animals apparently cross the line. The Loudoun County Board of Supervisors, to that end, has now voted to ban the ownership of certain kinds of exotic animals. That list includes wolf hybrids, kangaroos, scorpions, baboons, alligators, venomous snakes, and non-native venomous spiders. The county is now also banning the breeding of those animals. Virginia law already restricts private ownership of many other wild and exotic animals, such as big cats and bears. Students should not locally be allowed to use their smartphones in school. That is apparently the recommendation recently at a school health advisory board made to the Arlington School Board earlier this year. County spokesman tells WTOP three schools in all there currently have a policy where students' phones are locked away at the start of each day and then given back to them when classes are dismissed in the late afternoon. Fairfax County Schools recently changed its cell phone policy, banning them in most places on school campuses. Arlington now reports school board members have mixed opinions apparently on the possibility of a total ban. Stay tuned. Cleanup said to be continuing now and road inspections as well have been ordered five days after that tanker truck crashed and burst into flames locally in Frederick, Maryland. State highway crews will be checking for damage to the drainage structures in the center of the median on US 15 between Rosemont Avenue and 7th Street in the city. The crash left the driver dead when the tanker truck struck a tree and overturned. The fireball substantially damaged one house and burned five others and several vehicles were burned. The highway drainage inspection will close the southbound left lane at midday, and cleanup crews are expected to carry on their work in the northbound lanes through Thursday. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It is surely considered a first of its kind, uh, this place in Maryland, where if you are a medical marijuana user, you can actually smoke them if you got them. The bongs are bubbling, 
and the lighter flames flickering at Salon House in Burtonsville. Similar to a cigar lounge or a hookah bar. Venus Hamishandra and her family owns a Sri Lankan themed lounge. You have to bring your own products in. But they do also own the dispensary next door. Right now, this is a place for state registered medical marijuana users to light up and even try different devices, including this big vaporizer. Pieces like the volcano, which is about a thousand dollars. Amy Chandra says they'll be ready when recreational use becomes legal on July the 1st, allowing those 21 and up to have 1.5 ounces a week. And I truly hope that there will be much more facilities like this to break down the stigma of what cannabis is. In Burtonsville, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. car prices at an all-time high, our donors are now getting highest receipts ever. Donate at carsforkids.org and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. It's 325 Thursday morning, March 9th. Glad you're with us. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's check it out with Mr. Rob Woodfork this morning. The Wizards led by as many as 15 points and did a lot right on their home court, but it wasn't enough to avoid falling to the Hawks 122-120, a game in which Kristaps Porzingis made 17 of his 22 shots to set a new career high of 43 points, but seeing a costly loss. This one means double almost, and even though, yes, of course, we did good things, we fought hard, we, we can find all the excuses in the world, this is our fourth game in five days, but uh, still, we want to get the job done, but we didn't. So we have to live with this. But not for long as the Wiz host Atlanta again Friday night with a chance to pull back within a game of the Hawks for eighth in the Eastern Conference. The big college basketball news of the day came out of Syracuse where the university announced head coach Jim Beheim is done after 47 seasons and longtime assistant Adrian Autry is taking over. ESPN's Jay Billis said of the Hall of Fame coach. I can't think of basketball without thinking about Jim Beheim. The accomplishments are so many. And while the exit after the loss to Wake Forest in the ACC tournament may not have been the most gracefully handled. That's not what we're going to be thinking about. You can hear that press conference in the next half hour, and we'll see if something similar plays out at Georgetown after the Hoyas took a beating from Villanova to go one and done in the Big East tournament. George Washington eliminated from the A-10 tournament in round two, but George Mason advanced to the quarterfinals for a matchup with St. Louis. In the MEAC tournament, Howard onto the semis thanks to a rout of South Carolina State. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. In Washington, breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington.